Hello, you speakers. I'm Katza. I'm George. And I'm Javier. Guys, should advanced learners continue to use expressions with the word should, or should they learn idioms to give advice? What do you think? Ah, well, I'm convinced that learners ought to go beyond their comfort zone and experiment and take risks using different phrases, idioms, and phrasal verbs if they are serious about moving up a step in their fluency, thus English proficiency, Katza. Right. What two words, you, guys, two words for me. Phrasal verbs and idiomatic expressions. You want to be advanced, you got to hit those two things. All right. Sorry. So there, I said it. I said bad it. news coming over. <laughs> <laughs> so stay tuned. You're learning idioms for giving advice. I speak English. <laughs> We speak English. <laughs> They speak English. <laughs> With us, you speak English. Merry Christmas. <laughs> An English-speaking podcast where you will find lots of content to help you with your daily practice of English and have fun, just as natives do. Listen to interviews and native speakers talking about everything and anything. Because with us, you speak English. Welcome to another episode of the You Speak English podcast. Thank you for hitting that play button and subscribing to our podcast channel. Remember, you can download the script for this podcast. The link is in the description box below. All righty, guys. And guess what? Now we're going to go into one of my favorite parts of this podcast. Most common mistakes advanced learners always make. And I'm going to start with this one, okay, if you don't mind. The first one, and I've heard it several times. And just recently, by the way, is when we say when they say must, I've mm -hmm. heard some of them say must to. That's I right. must to go. I must to do my homework. Okay, I get it. I understand the intention, but don't use the word to. Just say must. Right. I must do this. I must do that. I must and the verb. Mm -hmm. Drop the two. You know, we don't need the two. All right. Okay. So that's one. Another one, uh, the word should. I'm going to spell it for you guys. S-H-O-U-L-D. I've heard it. Sometimes they say should. Oh, that's right. And, yeah. You know, yeah. Reinforcing sure, sure. or trying to pronounce the O uh -huh. and the L. Should. I. Uh -huh. You should, you should uh, do exercise. You should go on a diet and say, yeah, I know. All right. But uh, don't, don't, don't just avoid the O and the U and say, should, should That's not true. should. All right. So those are the ones I have today, guys. What about you? All right. Okay. So I have one guys <clears throat> for me, it's a poorly used language that we commonly use. Okay. For example, I heard people say, uh, I can, we're role playing the situation in a restaurant and one of the students will say, give me a hamburger. Uh, without onions, and please don't put the pickles in the hamburger. Now, you might think, there's nothing wrong with that, Javier, right? But in real life, we don't say, give me a hamburger. When we go to a restaurant, we said, I'll have the hamburger, no onions, pickles on the side. Isn't that more effective? That's the way we really use yeah. expressions, idiomatic expressions, formulaic language. Yeah. So look out like for that. Look out for, look, out for, look out for that, guys. It's you might a teacher might tell you like that sounds good. Let's move on. It's good, but it's not advanced. Right. You're right. All right I agree. Yeah. 
Yeah, I yeah. agree or totally I am agree. agree. <laughs> a, I am agree. That's a fancy word. Oh, that's a language. Mm -hmm. Well, we're fancy here, George. Yeah, I know. Super, that's what makes fancy. us different. Wearing the there you go, right? Oh, look, yeah. I, words are fancy here, guys. We just want you to know that we know what we're talking about. Okay, we have years of teaching under our belt, all three of us. Lots and lots of years. We're not helping you to be teachers. I hope you don't want to be teachers. <laughs> we don't make a lot of money. Yeah, why not? But we, we have fun. We have fun. I'll tell you that much. We, you're never going to be rich. We so. do. Have it's not like you regret it. It's fun. Oh. It's the best thing. <laughs> yeah, it is. Well, you it know, uh, it's, it's my injury. My it's my knee injury. Stop, you know, football injury. Stop me from going pro. But you know, and then I started mm. teaching. Yeah. yeah. But no, we, believe it or not, this is a very fun job. Uh, but you have to be well prepared. If you're going to be a teacher, do the right thing and get yeah. educated, please. Oh, yeah. All right. Okay. Yeah, so what do you got for us? Okay. So is it is it correct to say, how are you this week? Or how have you been doing this week? Oh, that sounds more like formula the yeah, way we normally yeah. say it. Sounds, right? that yeah. sounds, the second one sounds better. The person so, yeah, exactly. like, how am I this week? Exactly. Why would I be different? But how you're uh -huh. doing is like, okay, you know what I'm talking about. Uh-huh. Okay. Uh -huh. Exactly. Exactly. So we have you, you all as advanced learners have to push for the use of perfect tenses when talking about events happening during unfinished time. The week is always unfinished time, mm -hmm. even though it'll get to Sunday evening Sunday. and hit the, the 12 o'clock. Uh, it, it will finish, yeah. but every time you ask, it's unfinished time. Right. So uh, remember, in English, context is king. And one of the main parts of context is the moment of speaking. Mm, okay. Totally. Plus, yeah. you know, you're, you're, taking it, you're taking the easy way out. It's a yeah. lot easier to say, how are you this week? As opposed to, how have you been? Uh -huh, yeah, exactly. don't be lazy. <laughs> don't be lazy. It's just three more words. Come, Come on. on. How you been, Javier? How's it going? Um, so far, so good. Yeah. All righty. Good uh, see, doesn't, that, doesn't that sound more in like natural English, you know? Yeah. Yeah. So, well, yeah, I know what I know what George is trying to tell me. He's just trying to just greeting me. How you been? Mm -hmm. Well, so far, so good. I've been doing great. Don't right. try to get away, get out of your comfort zone, and don't just say, I'm fine. Thank you. And you, yeah, you could do better than that. Yeah. Right. Totally. I agree. Totally. All right, guys. Well, guess okay. what? I guess uh, now we go to my favorite section, which <laughs> oh, is. Oh, yeah. Cosas en español que no tenemos en inglés. That's right. All right. Me siento mal. Now, literally, this expression would be like saying to sit badly. I'm sitting badly, right? Well, sit up. But sit up. Exactly. But this in Spanish is not related to sitting. It's actually related to not feeling very well in terms of health or emotional state. Now, the equivalent in English would be, I feel a little bit under the weather, meaning I feel a little sick. Like you're getting sick, right? Uh, uh -huh. Like you're uh, about to really uh -huh. get sick. Okay. Like you're starting Bummer. with the flu or something like that, feeling under the weather. But me siento mal is like I, I sit badly or I sit bad. It's not okay i got one for you guys and this is something that 
Uh, I watched when I was a kid. I watched TV in Spanish when I was a kid. And people would say, estamos de manteles largos, which means like we are using our long tablecloths. Mm-hmm. It's an expression meaning that we are hosting a great event or we have a great guest tonight. You know, so we're we're showing off our best Sunday clothes. Yeah. You know, it's it's an it's just an, it's an expression that was still used every now every now and then in Spanish, and mm-hmm. I just cannot, for the sake of me, find a good translation for it. So I'm assuming it does not exist in English. If anybody knows, let us know, please. Especially if you're yeah. on YouTube, give us some comments there. Right? Yes. Please All comment. Right. Okay. okay. That's George, what about you? All right. Okay, good. I got one. Uh, right. Have you guys heard the word chambiar or chamba? Yeah. Oh, yes. Yeah. Yes. All right. Um, okay, good. You know, it's, it's uh, well, the, the meaning in English is work. Okay. Uh, so, but the, the origin of this word is pretty interesting. You know, it, it's a word that we use in Spanish, but did you guys know that this the origin of, war, of the word is in the United States? It's not even oh. in Mexico. Oh, wow. No way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's pretty interesting. You know, I looked it up and it's the origin of the word chambiar dates back to the 40s when Mexico and the U.S. made a temporary agreement for workers from here to go to the United States to work days, you know, to work days in the fields okay. due to the short, shortage of men due to World War II. Oh, now, right. these workers also called braceros went mm. to the chambers of commerce. Listen to what I'm saying. Chambers. Oh, C-H-A-M-B-E-R-S. <laughs> okay. So you see the you see the, the relation, right? To yeah. renew their contract. And since most of them did not speak English, they said we're going to the we're going to chamber or chamber or la chamber. And that's how it it you know it it went all out it went all the way to Chambiar. Instead of saying chamber, they couldn't pronounce it right. So little uh, by little, the word was deformed until it became chambiar. Oh, that is, which oh is interesting. <laughs> nice. That's amazing. So, oh, so basically, it's not even what is Spanish. Is it more like Spanglish <laughs> word? Or? Yeah, it's a, oh. the, the origin of this word, the uh, exactly chamber of commerce. Chambiar. <laughs> it reminds me of the time I lived in the States and, and uh, my friends used to, and I used to go out and go to yard sales. And you know, like, and they, they would call it yardear. So it's basically oh. like, like an element of, of like a sort of a Spanish kind of thing, isn't it? Champion. <laughs> yeah. It's so weird. Yeah. Great, great so anecdote, George. Thank you. That was uh, thank you, very George. good. Very good, George. That was great. Yeah. Yes, thank you. All right. To the main topic. So idioms to give advice. Uh, now let's remind our audience what an idiom is. And also, I'd like to remind you guys about context. You know, you, you have to remember about what, what context are we going to be using these idioms in. Mm-hmm. And for sure, you have to know the meaning. Knowing the meaning of an idiom is really, really important. All okay. Right. George, can you, can you explain again what's an idiom? Yes, absolutely. Okay. The official, transla- the official definition of idiom is... An idiom is an expression that should not be understood by the meanings of its separate words, but should be interpreted from its use and context. Idioms are metaphors. Mm. Oh, that's a good one. I like that. Yeah. I like the definition. Okay, yeah. so let's learn a few idioms to give right. advice. Yes. Good. So make sure you have your pen and paper to jot this down. Okay. Uh, you, jot you, this down. Jot what this is jot down. down? What is jot down? Jot down. Uh-huh. <laughs> to write it down. 
surrender. Oh. We're, oh. Ah, to jot it down. Is right? that a phrasal verb? That's a phrasal, that is a phrasal oh. verb, and this is considered advanced vocabulary. Jot it down, guys. Free, jot it down, guys. Jot everybody. it down. Jot it down. I don't see you jotting down anything, guys. Yeah. You're How forget. do you spell jot down, Javier? Okay, it would be J O T. And then down, D-O-W-N. Mm, so jot this jot it down. down. Jot it mm-hmm. down. Jot it down, everybody. Jot it, jot it, jot it, All jot right. it down. All right. Okay, so the first one would be, and I'm going to be easy on you guys because I'm going to give you the idiomatic expression, and I'm going to be give you options to tell me what you think it means. All right. right? Number yes. one, <clears throat> the expression is, Rome wasn't built in a day. What do you think this kind of idiom means, Katza? Let me give you a few, uh, few options. A, Ask someone to be patient. B, focus on the important aspect of a project. Or C, ask for directions to Rome. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna, I, I would like to give our audience a couple seconds to think about this before I give out my answer. Okay. Yes, it's ask, ask someone to be patient. Yeah, so if, if, if somebody is really like hectic, you know, they're... they're they're stressed out and say, well, cats are relaxed. Remember, Rome wasn't built in a day. That's right. right. Okay. Nice. All right. Let's let's practice a little dialogue, cats, just to show him, right? Okay. Yeah. Okay. Look, so hey, cats, I've been working on this report all day and only wrote three pages. Well, George, Rome wasn't built in a day. Yeah, you're right. You're right. Absolutely <laughs> right. Okay. Yes. <laughs> all okay. right. Okay, guys, so I got one for you, okay? Right. Don't bite off more than you can chew. Javier, what does this idiom mean? Three uh, options. Okay, give me three a, options because I have no idea. <laughs> eating more than you should. Uh-huh. B, behaving rudely. And C, trying to achieve more than you are able to. Well, let's give our audience five seconds before I answer. Ready? Five, four, three, two... One. Okay, so I think it's letter C, George. Trying to achieve more than you're able to. Very good. Two points Uh for you. You are right. Ding, 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 ding. (laughs) That's correct. Okay. All right. So the advice here would be don't try to make, to take on more work or a bigger task than you can handle. All right. Example, Anne is exhausted again. She's always biting off more than she can chew. She's always, in other words, she's always trying to do more things that can, than what she really can handle. (laughs) Come on, Anne. Familiar. Come on, Anne, relax. Rome wasn't building building a day, Anne. Okay. Relax. (laughs) All right. Very good. I got the last one, the last one for the day. So this one actually, you have an equivalent in Spanish. And I'm going to say it in English first. And then you see if after the description, you guys can. Figure out which one is it. Okay. All right. So a bird in the hand is worth two in the bush. George, what do you think it means? A, a small bird in the hand is better than a pigeon on the roof. B, a bird in the hand is worth a hundred in the sky. C, kill two birds with one stone. Oh, Five, that's 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 four, hard, Kato. Three, two. One thing. What do you think it is? <laughs> oh my God. Okay. Well, I'm going to take a guess here. And it could be a small bird in the hand is better than a pigeon on the roof or uh-huh. other birds. Yes, or somewhere else. Right. Yeah. Or somewhere yes, else. Or somewhere right. else. Yeah. Exactly. 
So this means it's better to have something less valuable that you than you can have right here in your physically, uh-huh. yeah, physically, than to pursue something more valuable that you may never get. Mm, <laughs> right? Nice one. Yeah. So I we have a, a, a an example. A, have a little dialogue. Okay. Let's, let's see. Hey, George, uh, a buyer has offered me to buy my car for 30,000 cash. What do you think? 30,000? 30, 30, yeah, well, you haven't seen my car. That's why. Oh, God. That's a nice, it's got to be a great Tesla? car. Uh-huh. <laughs> well, Javier, someone else might pay more, but a bird in hand is worth two in the bush. So go for it. All right. Exactly. I think I will. Yeah. 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 That um, because that car could be worth fifty thousand, but this guy, if he's got the cash, just take it. Yeah. Yeah, I could probably sell for more. You know, I put a lot of money into that car. Totally. Come on. <laughs> I'm not less doing, I'm not doing less than thirty, okay? All, All right. right. All right, guys, let's wrap things up. All right. So <laughs> George, what do you think? <laughs> well, you know, it's almost Christmas time. Oh, yeah. Yeah. All right. No, look at her background. Did you notice by her background? Is that what you're saying? Yeah. That? Exactly. <laughs> I just noticed her background. Oh, wow. It's almost Christmas time. Darn it. Yeah. <laughs> hey, you know what? <laughs> I enjoyed it a lot. And I hope our audience enjoyed it a lot. Thank you very much for uh, listening to us. And until next time. Okay. Right. So uh, I like to say that it's been fun. We, we have been doing what a year, guys? A year's worth of podcast, basically. Yes. A year's almost, worth. Wow. Almost a year. Almost mm-hmm. a year. Wow. This, it's yeah. a long ride. It's a long ride. It's been fun <laughs> all the way. I have to admit it. Uh, yeah. Don't miss us next week because it's our season finale for our You Speak podcast. Yes. Next week is our last season's episode. And then we're going to come back with in January and we're going to be like reloaded. Woo! <laughs> <laughs> New and improved. Yeah. Okay. This is it for today. Thank you to all of our audience out there. And remember to subscribe to our channel. If you like this podcast, please share it with all your friends. You should also check out our YouTube channel where you can get this podcast video version. Of course, you are more than welcome to comment on our videos. You can also visit our website where you will find articles about English practice and learning. And remember, perfect practice makes perfect. All right. Until next time. Bye-bye. Thank you for subscribing to our podcast channel and click on the follow button so you can get notified when we upload new episodes. Find us on Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, and TikTok. And please visit our website at youspeak.com. Com.mx, where you can get free access to our blogs and other content developing every week just for you.